Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi, Leslie, and you're very welcome today to one of our live interviews. And thank you very, very much for um, offering to tell your story in relation to long term, a long term relationship with a narcissist. And as far as I remember from your email, your relationship lasted six to seven years, which is long term. Mm -hmm. And we were going to, if possible, if you can give us um, a synopsis of your relationship and then today we were going to kind of concentrate on how you got away from the relationship and the progress that you have made and how you've noted the progress that you've made and things you've done to help yourself get to where you are today. So if I can hand over to you, thank you very much, Leslie. Okay. Hi. Um, well, um, to start with, and I think how other people have done, um, thank you so much for um, uh, helping me um watching um your videos has been absolutely marvelous for me and and been so helpful so uh um i can sharing this uh but to me most of um the stories that i hear and how things happen um uh they tend to, as one person actually said they they these people are just um uh <clears throat> uh apes in a pair of socks it was really quite funny how that was sort of uh, put to me but anyway uh, this this particular person um i i, uh, I just absolutely adored he was um and i think at the beginning he told he adored me as well um and uh, but during I think there are, are rules that they don't tell you about that you're supposed to comply with and you really don't know because you're not actually playing a game. You're in it for uh, because you absolutely adore this person. You have so many likes and yeah. uh, um, 
on the, a, a very second sort of meeting, he sent me flowers to my work and um, I was going down to MotoGP. Another thing that we had in common was, was sports and he sent me um, a rose that was just divine and yeah. I took it with me. He was just, it was absolutely beautiful. I was besotted with him. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, as I said, I I thought like like minded, but very early in in the the piece, um, it was whirlwind really. And within a couple of months, he'd asked me to marry him. Wow, that's yeah, that's um, dark fast. <laughs> I know, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I didn't know any of these, you know. But yeah. I'd actually um, so. I, if I use some of the terminologies, it's what I've actually learned since. It's not really sort of uh, <clears throat> anyway. We were to keep this a secret. Uh, this um, being engaged um, because he needed to um, sort of talk about his to his children, and um, and uh, he wanted to sort of take it sort of like slowly. But you know, so anyway, how can a person? Um, expect a girl to sort of be quiet about these things when they they've met the love of their life and they become engaged. Anyway, mm. I was I'm a, you know at my work, sort of someone had bumped into him sort of somewhere and congratulated him, and he was furious Ooh. that I would dare sort of like um, tell anyone that because I didn't realise at the stage, of course, he was setting me up. Do you know um, he was. Um, and anyway, um, so when I said, well, why couldn't I sort of say and, and all of this, um, anyway, um, uh, that, that sort of like it, that all blew over. But anyway, so I actually did sort of say, well, if I can't, so this doesn't really make sense to me, but anyway, I loved him and we just kept going, you know, and, um, But there were sort of little things that sort of, there were lots of red flags, Um, but I dismissed them really because um, I think I thought that, well, to me, uh, love is, um, I thought that love was, you know, like conditional. I give non-conditional love, you know, I just love people, but I hadn't realised that people... um, expected things from you uh, you know and he had a young son and um he was into um the um music the sort of uh, music I was and I actually felt at one stage that I was a bit of a stepping stone that he was just really with me to sort of help his boy along and uh, but anyway and I, I I got very close but I could never get really close um Every time I would get close to to them or everybody, there was um, something that that would happen to um, keep me away, you know, Mm. so I couldn't get really, really close, you know. So evidently this is a a sign as well. Anyway. um, Sorry, Leslie, can I just ask you, did he have anyone else in the background, like an ex-wife or anyone is that why he wanted you to keep things quiet? You know, was he using his child as an excuse or? He was using his child as an excuse, but what he had was supposedly his best friend's uh, widow 
and um, she had got very sick. And I think I think at this stage I was I was the one. He was she was the one that he set up, and she got sick. So he looked for somebody else, and that was me. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. It's fine because. Um, uh, you should because I, yeah. might, I might start rambling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, what you're saying is, is amazing. So keep going. Anyway, um, and so in hindsight, when I sort of uh, look back and at the end of it, uh, really he's, uh, he, he came to me, this is the end of it, and sort of said um, um, that Marion, um had a, a new man, you know, and I said, oh, how wonderful. And he treated her, as he told me, as her, her his sister, but um, we never, ever got together as, like, how you treat your sister. Um, she didn't like me, you know. Why didn't she like me? Um, so, uh, but he sort of said that uh, um, he tried to contact her because it was a weekend that... Um, um she was spending it with this new man and 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 he 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 was a bit worried about her so he rang her on some ungodly hour and i said why would you do that i said yeah. you don't even ring me at that time of the night to find out about me and uh, is this who, when you uh, when you said this lady's name is she the person you're talking about a few minutes ago the his friend's widow yeah Okay, mm. go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Anyway, um, and so that was sort of like at the end of it, and mm. uh, um, and she's quite a wealthy woman, mm. and uh, sadly, it appears that he was. Uh, I was just really the fill-in while um, he was sort of sorting out with her, you know. So, um, and he's moved on back. You know, he's moved back. And one, da- one time you said in one of your videos about them sort of like moving back mm. and, um, uh, and I'm sure that's what, what he, he sort of did, you know. Um, anyway, uh, lots of things happened way in, in between all of that. So, um, uh, but it was everything evolved around money and his lack of all the time and... Um, mm. Uh, we went up to Queensland very, very early in the piece because he was into uh, Austin cars and he said, well, we'll get you uh, sort of an Austin that we can do up together, and which was wonderful. But when, when that came back and we, we, we'd had that and I got this little Austin and uh, needed more things done to it, um, but he sort of said, well, I know this is a present for you, but I can't really afford to have this this done you know this mm. uh, it's sort of painted and I said well oh okay and I thought oh well I'll just take out a loan I mean the present was that he actually got the basics for me and this is something we can work together anyway but I didn't realize that that was sort of like the start of the borrowing yeah you know and um mm-hmm. anyway uh, but taking credit for everything so um um and then during uh, this relationship but it wasn't really a relationship. It was a relationship on my part, but I think it was, it were all conditions. 
and um, um, and I gave him the exposure that he needed with my work, and he would uh, come to my work bringing flowers and and, and and things. And I used to think, wow, how wonderful that that was. But I realised after a while it was for other people, not for me, to, sh to show how wonderful yeah. that he was. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, um, yeah, so... Did you get married at any stage? I didn't get married, and he was really cross about that. We did oh. share a house. Yes, he was really cross about that. And um, because up to then we, we had started to share, and um, I was paying the, the bigger part of the rent, and there would be lots of times he would say, oh, I can't afford it this week. Can you sort of like, um, um, yeah, can you, can you? Do this. Can you do this? Yeah. Yeah. And these are the things that I will be sort of sharing with you guys that nobody like knows about who I'm with because they'd say, oh, why would you put up with that? Well, because um, when you're in a relationship, you do these things and then eventually it's going to be your term time where they're supporting you, you know, or. Yeah, give and know, take, take kind of. Yeah. Give and take. I didn't realise at that stage it was going to be all take. Yeah. Anyway, so um, I sold my house and um, we were sort of like uh, uh, renting in this, so I sold my house sort of somewhere else. And I hadn't been, ever been on a holiday. Everything was a working holiday. But I virtually sold my house to reboot my, uh, my music career. And uh, so I got us to um, uh, go to uh, New York where he used to work. And I thought, wow, that's really great. Um, he is a like-minded somebody who's travelled, you know, so that I can uh, have this communication with. And um, anyway, he couldn't really, he said, he afford it. So um, I paid for us to go to New York and we stopped off at Japan on the, um, uh, on the way sort of back and um, we went to Formula One and I'm a MotoGP fanatic. So <laughs> I did... Exciting! Hey, yeah, yeah, very yeah. exciting. And uh, and the holiday of a lifetime, really. Mm. And uh, anyway, so that was all wonderful. And of course, we we, we um uh I'd, I'd sort of planned for it all. And and there's actually a new song that I'm going to be doing at the moment, and it's called "I'm Just a Gigolo." And I sort of actually felt through the whole of the holiday. It was like I was paying for him and he was performing for me and helping me and, and doing all this, you know. So, um, so <laughs> uh, yes, but as I said, I, I really adored him. And um, so I couldn't understand sort of uh, um, some of the things that happened next, you know. Anyway, so we got back to, uh, to Australia after a sort of holiday and we, uh, we went to MotoGP down here because it was um, in October and we, I, I sort of included his his son, so we all went down, you know, yeah. which was absolutely lovely. Yeah. And but one of his children, his younger son. Anyway, um, um, <clears throat> we were to go to um, Bathurst uh, a few months later, but I said, well, after the trip that I sort of couldn't really, you, you know, it, um, <clears throat> um, that I couldn't, get the tickets when he wanted them. Anyway, so what he did was, because I wasn't paying for the tickets, 
he actually um, cancelled my ticket and just kept his son and his ticket. No to way. Leave mm-hmm. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And he said, oh, well, because I have a balloon phobia. And he said, oh, there, there are lots of balloons there and, and you said that you, you didn't want to go. So he lied and made out to these people who were friends that I had not wanted to go. Yeah. So he kept this ticket and he totally never, and I said, well, I'm still going, you know, I'm going to go. Um, uh, but, you know, I couldn't understand why he didn't include me. Anyway, yeah. so upset about it. And uh, then uh, soon after that, it was Christmas time. And um, so I just, uh, you know, and, and not that I'm ungrateful about it, but you expect, expect some sort of inclusion when you've had a big holiday like that with someone that you've been with for a few years. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was a terrible thing to do. Just. Yeah. So um, at Christmas time, um, uh, um, he said, I, I've spoiled every Christmas. and uh, But the truth is that he did, really. <laughs> every holiday he, he sort of spoiled. But this was, um, I always felt that he had this one-upmanship with his, his ex-wife uh, with the children because she got the business. And he said that she got the business. There, it was a very, uh, very good business because all of the children were under... Uh, under 21, the three children at that stage were all under 21, and um, <clears throat> that um, um, she got the business and, uh, and and virtually, you know, sort of everything that um, uh, because of their age, you see, and um, and I I thought that he would do this because of one-upmanship for his 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 uh, ex-wife, so he. Uh, got these things for his children, um, rally driving, which I absolutely adore. I do adore any sort of like fast motorsport, you know, hence MotoGP. And um, I love rallies and, and, and being the co-driver, you know, all of this. Anyway, really? he got Co-driver, really? I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh. I love anything. Okay. I love it. And anyway, and, yeah. and um, uh, uh, so I, I've got a little Austin Healy Sprite you know, that I've done up, you know, a lot myself. Mm. Anyway, so um, he, uh, at Christmas time, he um, gave that uh, like a, a, a weekend of rally driving and he got me some earrings. Yeah. And so it started like that, really. Okay. That's um, a devaluation in itself. You know, it's kind of... Yeah. I was like the au pair girl, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so this sort of thing went on all of the time and then he would cre- create some sort of fight or drama and um, and yeah. then he'd go off and obviously try someone else on for size, which I did never know about. Um, and, and it was all for money. It was all about money. Mm. He would be um, aiming for people uh, and and. Uh, women with money yeah. so um so we were to all you know keep him you know in a style that he was accustomed to and I started to say oh, I can't afford him anymore do you know yeah <laughs> he's, yeah he's, 
Oh, <laughs> I just can't afford him anymore. So, uh, and I actually did sort of say to his 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 wife later on that unless I was paying, I wasn't included, and that's how I felt, you know, sort of towards the end. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so he slipped up quite a few times towards the end, and he he um, and during all of this, I got myself a motorhome. Um, uh, with sort of um, uh, some of my money from my house and um, I, um, because when I was working away it made more sense to have a motorhome that I could be in rather than spend all my money on hotels when I got yeah. away gigs or if, if I, you know, sort of yeah. got gigs. And, uh, and, of course, before all of this my lifestyle really suited him because I when I had time off from this sort of work of entertaining people, I didn't really like to socialise too much. So he would go to all the parties and keep up that end of it, and I never worried about it too much. Yeah. So, okay. uh, so I was really, um, and I, I'm an ideal person for a narcissist, it seems, because of my lifestyle. And, of course, because of my lifestyle, people think that I'm really rich but because of the way I, I, I'm flamboyant, but okay. I'm not. I'm really, really poor. I just love life and I will spend my last buck like I've got a million. Well, then because... you're rich. You're rich, Leslie, if that's your attitude. <laughs> yeah, um, and, yeah, and I think and I don't let um, monetary things stress me and I eliminate lots of things, you know. But anyway, so this was the thing with the motorhome and I, and I, I love sharing. I love the sharing. And this was sort of all fine. So he made out that he was sharing with me. and But that was all. He had to go away lots of times. I used to say he has so much boy time. But that was because I see now he couldn't keep up the facade of um, being the person who, um, who I was because these type of people, these people, they're trying to steal your light and your, who you are, your essence, your love, your passion, no one can get it. And they, they go away feeling strong and they are giving it to somebody else. And uh, uh, the thing is that that won't, that will last, only my light will last with him for uh, a few months he'll be sitting up there. But yes. what's he doing now? Yes, yes, exactly. You've, you've got it. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. the truth. Wow. And, 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 uh, and the other thing as well, he'd always, um, uh, how, how would I be, too anxious to, um, like, um, how do they say that? I, I forget that, what that, that, how that, there's de definite words, that they um, presume too much, first of all. You know, when they're setting up, obviously, these other scenarios, uh, when they're monkey branch, they think, wow, this is good, this is better, and yeah. think that they don't see what they've got and they've jumped yeah. before they've sort of even yeah. um, worked out, sort of like, is this a good move? They underestimate and overestimate and, yeah, they don't see the real picture. They've magical thinking and they, they kind of lurch from one situation to another and cause mm -hmm. drama in every situation. They they don't no, they don't appreciate what they have. They they devalue it. 
Um, and and devaluing me as well was uh, it always it would be, oh, you always act like this. Uh, unless you're getting 100% of my attention, you act like this. Your insecurities are really amazing, incredible. So um, I would get that all the time. I would get that on texts and and, and so um, I, you, you start to sort of um, like doubt yourself and yeah. and all these things of being it's um, to, uh, to dim yeah. down your expectations it's to kind of put you down and say you're expecting too much of me and in fact you're you're not you're actually not getting half of what you should get from a relationship but they're not even prepared to give you that so they're telling you off and dimming down your expectations and yeah. it's a devaluation at the same time and it's also huge projection you know, he wants or the narcissist wants 100 percent of your attention and for you not to be, you know, attending to yourself or anybody else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. So um, I think probably one of the was a couple of final straws. Uh, one is um, uh, when I was out in the Austin. And I didn't have any service. I broke down in a really bad spot and I was in danger of my life. I felt it's a tiny little car and um, it was on a hill and the brakes aren't that good in these antique cars. And uh, there was no reception. I couldn't get reception. So I needed to get the NRMA, but I, I, I just I, I couldn't think properly. And, and he would have me always in a state of what do I do need to do now to sort of make everything good, you know, for him to love me, you know, mm. or, or whatever, or, uh, however. Anyway, um, uh, I tried to contact him and he was uncontactable and it was then I thought this person is never going to be here to watch my back. Now, the week before that I had taken him to... Um, have a colonoscopy and looked after and made sure that he ate all the right things and, uh, you, you know, picked him up afterwards and, and did all this. And he went away for a few days, didn't even contact me or, you know, or um, and I was out in the, in the vehicle and, um, and I couldn't even contact him. And afterwards he, he couldn't even, you know, he said, well, you know, so what? I wasn't around. Well, it was a really uh, a big time, you know, that you need that person who you love to be there to sort of support you. And he wasn't, you know, he was off helping other people. Yeah. And um, and that was how it got, really. He, he would put everybody else before me, every single person before me. I didn't mind, of course, being um, the children uh, when they were around being sort of like, um, spoilt and everything. How wonderful. I love to do that myself. But um, uh, when always you are put second to everybody yeah. um, um, in a relationship, um, it was like he was having the relationship with his younger son and uh, uh, I was just the hang-along. Irrelevant, know? irrelevant Irrele when the son was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've experienced that as well. And I wasn't included at all, you know, yeah. and 
and even things that they were going to do, like this one time. Um, oh, yeah, so, so at Christmas when he'd actually uh, said that he could only afford, uh, when he took the boys on the rally and he gave me a pair of earrings, um, during that time, he, and he was on the internet um, all the time, and um, he bought some wheels for his car, his luxury car, and I said, well, that is really terrible. You couldn't afford to include me in the present, yet you've bought some luxury cars, uh, wheels for your mm -hmm. car. Mm -hmm. And um, he said, oh, don't go on about it. This is how it is. And um, anyway, uh, a few days after that, I was at work. Now, he could have waited till I'd finished work and gone down and got these. He took his son down to Melbourne to pick up these wheels and let me know when he was halfway down there that he'd gone. So I had that sort of treatment for a long, long, long time, that, that type of, um, and, and being isolated from everybody. Um, and it got so, um, I did a sculpture for one of his friends and he, he hated that, I think, because uh, it came from me and not him. So he, he worked it a way that it came from him. He would steal all of the things that I did, mm. you know, as his own mm. yeah. um, for attention, I guess, I'm not sure. But um, <clears throat> so the last straw with, with that one friend, which had obviously been um, bagging me or bad-mouthing me or something, um, he, um, he, he, after sort of like all this sort of going on, uh, he, he was going off on um, a cruise with these people, but I wasn't invited because his friends don't like me. Oh, my God. And what, had I, what, what had I done to upset the friends because they didn't include me? Now, and you were his partner. Now you were living with him. You were well, 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 yeah, I was his partner. Yeah. But um, and that's how he'd led me to believe. But I um, during all of this, when, when all this other stuff happened, I actually moved into my motorhome. So um, uh, I was seeing him from my place, if you like. But you can still be uh, you're still partners. You don't have to sort of like be living under the yeah. same roof. No, no, you're you know, in a relationship and so you're in a relationship. engaged. So, yeah. So what I'd sort of worked worked out was that um, then, because of my work and I'm sort of away a lot, he was away, you know, with the children, and it's not like I'm. He treated me like I was too needy, and um, and to be be put first in your relationship, but everybody else was put first. Friends, everybody was put before me. So so that. So when I found out, and um, early in the piece, his daughter had a 21st birthday and I wasn't invited because his ex-wife was paying for it and um, I wasn't sort of included. Anyway, when he told me that he'd, um, so this is like six years later, mm -hmm. he sort of said to me um, that um, uh, he was invited on this cruise, you know, and he was sort of going off with, with them and they were all couples. You know, and why did he not want me to be there? But anyway, he sort of said, oh, gosh, are you going to be like how you were at Liz's birthday party? Is that what's going to, is that's what going to happen? Yeah. And I went, oh, my goodness. So 
he'd actually put me in this little box. Six years have gone by and he'd actually had me this in this little box of what I was supposed to do and what role I was supposed to play. Yeah. And I was to stay how I was six years ago. There was no advancement in the relationship, none whatsoever. From me, and, and there was all this future faking all the time. And um, anyway, so um, so he finally um, made a, a, an argument happen and um, virtually uh, and it was because he planned for three years of doing up his rich, uh, rich friends, and I say rich friend because um, this is why he was doing it, um, uh, he was helping him um, with his house for cheaper rent, I suppose, really, um, and um, and he didn't speak to me about it. So he'd actually secured this thing of running around after this person and fixing up their house rather than building something for us. Yeah. Even you know, though, like a for us. Even though... And you, you, your understanding of the relationship was that you were still engaged and you were still going to get married. Would that be the case? Well, uh, yeah. Um, uh, um, he also made up. We actually got engaged twice. Uh, um, um, but, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and um, but uh, he even lied about sort of that. He said I threw his ring back at him uh, at twice, and I said no, no, you, you tried to ask me that to put your son in. You know, it never happened like that at all. Anyway, so I could see that he was trying to make me say that that's what happened, yeah. obviously because they like to be a victim. You know, I don't, I, I don't know about that. But um, so anyway, and I said, no, that isn't how it happened. I ha and I said, and how can that be? I still have the rings. Yeah, you know, quite so, a... Bit of gaslighting there, I would would have to say, <laughs> unfortunately. That's which I love sort of anyway. Yeah. So there was lots of this and I still loved him, do you know? Yeah. And I I would um I I just couldn't see what was happening. I just couldn't see it. And um uh anyway, then <clears throat> the last fight that that he created, and I guess this was going to be the final one for him. Um, uh, stepping off to somebody else or going back to this other person. Um, uh, somebody, um, when I was in the laundromat, um, said, oh, you're with such and such. And I said, uh, oh, well, yes, but no, he's, um, he's sort of um, gone off. I've done something sort of wrong and he's sort of off. She said, well, I, I have a little story to tell you. And I couldn't believe the story she told me. She was another hairdresser. Mm. And um, he'd actually sort of, and I thought it was possibly um, that somebody had misunderstood it because he was so charming and everything. And But anyway, no, it was about some a money issue. And I could not, I couldn't believe it. Anyway, I thought that I should let him know that um, there was so... I, I did text him and said um, about this this person that has an issue with him from the past, and it still uh, still will be fixable. He needs to get onto it and fix it up, you know. And I mean, he'd send me flowers at work. He could send this 
other person flowers and say, goodness me, I, there's a misunderstanding here. Um, uh, uh, that's what sort of person that I thought he was, yeah. you see, that he would go, wow, um, um, uh, here's uh, so much money, like, for your, for your trouble. Do you know, like, I would never. Yeah. Well, his reply took days to come back was, that's fine, but I don't know this person. Great <gasps> advice. Anyway, and because that nearly killed me because that meant that it was the truth. What this, this person had actually informed me about, this man who I thought everybody loved and myself included, how could that? And I've put it out there nicely so he had a chance to sort of sort it out how yeah. an adult would. Yeah. And, and I actually showed her the comment that he made and she she was flabbergasted you know of um and she she's known him for years and that was the sort of um and then i found out that um he was uh, had gone sort of back to uh his um best friend's widower that's so painful that's just awful and uh and and the the, the uh, argument that all, all I did was I put down boundaries and I thought so. Well, there were two boundaries. One was I I said, where do I fit into this? You've made this sort of like arrangements for the next three years of your life. Where do I fit in? Now I dare ask where I fitted in, mm. and he just ran off like a frightened bunny. Okay. And. Um, and put it all back on me that it was all me. And there was one other thing this other person said was, well, when, when his ex-wife divorced him, and I'd always heard from him and his friends that um, he divorced her for uh, um, because she went off with somebody else. <clears throat> okay, so I, but the main thing was um, with his son, uh, um, He'd actually told me that um, I told him some some secrets that that you do with your partner, and it was about my relationship with my daughter, and she accused me of some awful things. She, um, and um, I, of course, I told him. Yeah. And um, uh, and he told me that every time that um, uh, his son would distance himself, be distanced by me was because of his ex's new partner, knew my daughter, and they heard all these stories about me. So um, I, actually, I actually went to her and sort of said, you should, um, I should have come to you earlier to, so that you know that there's always, as Dr. Phil says, two sides of the pancake, you know, uh, no matter how thin it is. And I wanted you to know that I love your son and um, I will only want the best from him. And whatever you've heard um, from your new partner, I, I think you should sort of hear my side of it too. And I can imagine that you would feel a bit sort of um, uh, awful putting your trust in someone if you'd heard things like that. Well, I could not believe the look on this lady's face because she didn't know a thing about this. Which lady is this, Leslie? Sorry, I was just a bit confused uh, there. Her, um, uh, um, her, his ex-wife. 
Okay, thanks. That the, the mother of his children. Okay, I understand, yeah. And okay. um, anyway, so, um, and then this is when I found out that and I sort of said, um, I just need to know, I said, I'm not come here to sort of talk about anything else other than the fact that it was brought to my attention that um, uh, you, you, um, um, you actually divorced um, him. And, and I said, and I thought that it was because of this, you see. And she said, uh, well, she said, um, it was both of us. She said, but he's a very difficult man to live with. And she said, but no, he got equal the amount of money and, um, and I got the business. And I met him two years later mm. and he didn't have anything left. Would you think that he had it in accounts that he just did, wanted to spend your money rather than his money? Yeah, pro- probably. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? Anyway, there we are. So, okay. um, so this actually happened just before the fires and, and I moved into my motorhome and I had moved into it quite a, a, a bit before. Mm. Uh, uh, um, so I'd actually lived in it for quite a few years as, as such. Um, but anyway... Um, and I was caught between the fires. And so all this happened in um, um, uh, about October, November. And, um, and I wanted to contact him because the fires were just terrible. And I tried sort of contacting and, but And you want to know how awful that is, totally being on your own. And your man's just dropped you like a hot potato. You don't, you have no sort of what's going on so I found out after he's there helping all these other people and just just totally left me to fend for myself so um you know I can't understand how someone who's supposed to have cared for you would do things like that you know and not care um I've tried contacting him and doing covert to I sort of said well um these terrible times, I know that you said that you didn't want anything more to do with me, but I'm here letting you know that um, uh, you're loved and um, um, and that I'm, I'm thinking of you. And um, because that's what you do, and I thought I'm not going to, I know everyone says that you should not contact people and, and, and block them and all of this, but I thought I'm not going to change who I am to because um, uh, um, I care about people. Yeah. And, um, and um, I, I needed to know that he was okay, you know, mm. but I heard nothing, absolutely nothing, nothing. So people have to recover in their own time and in their own way and they have to do the way they want to do it you can listen to the advice and it's up to you you know what you how you manage things but how do you feel now how do you well i i feel it's a, a good year and a half um, okay. uh, sort of since and um there was one time i know there's sort of like no contact and i don't need to contact him for anything but i was actually going to uh <laughs> i'll laugh about this Thank him for isolating me because COVID hasn't been a problem at all because um, I'm used to isolation. <laughs> mm. But um, and, and I've had 
um, a person of flight. You know, when I sort of get hurt, I sort of like sort of flight. I've had to stay still and I've um, really had lots of lessons to learn for myself um, from all this. And it was just like God actually sort of was smacking me and saying, can you not see, you know, please, like, you know, like, yeah, Leslie. How, how bad do I have to throw this at you to realise that you've got to do some work on this? So, yeah. um, so yeah. the work has been um, uh, amazing. And because to start with, I went to the gym all the time. And of course, that closed down because um, I heard that was really good for you because even though I'm um, a positive person, and this is to lots of people out there who would know, I was suicidal. What was the point of me living if I couldn't get the person who to love me back? And my self-esteem was totally sort of shot um, and I, I just couldn't believe really. Anyway, things just kept happening with the fires. I thought I blew up the engine of my motorhome. It was just one thing after another and I thought, how am I going to get through this? Yeah. And um, it, was, it was terrible and I, I feel like sort of crying now. It, it um, but I think that people are hard on themselves and you and people take different times of being able to come to terms with the things or uh, heal yourself, um, especially I, I'm a really strong, uh, heavy, I think a lot. Um, this person comes into your mind all the time. How do you stop that? Well, I'm also a very, uh, I have lots of jobs. I fill myself with work, but you still can't get this person out of your head. You know, your, your thoughts go back and, and how you feel um, about yourself and your esteem is shot, you know, everything. Mm. So uh, <clears throat> one thing I, I did for myself, I always had crosswords and I have the code uh, code words, the, the, um, they've got numbers, but they haven't got the letters and you've got to work out the numbers for the letters. Well, <clears throat> during all of this and my last few years uh, with this sort of person, um, and I hadn't seen it that this is what had happened, but I'd lost so much confidence that I had to look in the back because I couldn't um, um, uh, like... Fill it in or...? Yeah, believe what I was, what I'd come up with because um, I was always wrong about everything and this is how they get you to feel. So I would be looking in the back for, um, uh, because I couldn't quite put the letter down there even though I knew that that's where, what the letter should be. I didn't have the confidence to sort of put it down. That's, well, that's yeah. shocking. That's post-traumatic stress it's terrible go ahead sorry yeah. no it's fine it's good um um so um how i know that i have progressed is that the last three months i'm starting to trust myself again and i haven't looked at the clues once 
and I get it right every time. That's an amazing indicator of healing. You know, it's a very unusual one, but it's amazing because it's very factual. Yes, yeah. and uh, and I think uh, I'm an earth sign and I'm very factual. Um, and um, if that sort of type of thing helps somebody else gauge what they're up, how they're up to, and it gives you then confidence, you, you, you go, hey, I'm getting myself back. Yeah. So, um, and then the other thing is, which is to do with my work, um, but um, during COVID, I got hold of some big band sounds and um, uh, big band arrangements. And what I started to set up before was, um, before COVID, was these pop-ups where I uh, had backing, uh, my backing tracks, but not the big band ones. Well, I challenged myself this year and I learnt 40 new songs for a concert um, wow. And that's music and the words and everything in, in about four months. That's incredible. And, and I, I put on the concert three weeks ago and people are still ringing me and telling me what a magical time that it was and how I've improved even how than, than I was before. Now, um, and as I said before, I just love, my thing of being here is to make people happy. During the fires, I um, would put on little concerts for, for people to uh, lift up their morale and um, sing to them. And, um, and that made me feel good because I was able to give something to someone to, to relieve their, their stress. Yeah. So, and it sort of helped with my healing. Um, so I probably do encourage people to... Uh, um, you know, um, doesn't need to, to be those sort of things. But even if it's uh, it was so hard to start with, I didn't feel like even getting out of bed or washing myself, yeah. you know, alone learning new songs. But when you're, you have a passion for something, so pick something that you have a passion for. Every single human being has got something that they have a passion for. Yes. And pick that thing, even though you don't feel like you can, um, you're going to get any rewards from it at that time. You're just going through the motions. Or can I cope with this? And because uh, when I'm, uh, I'm sort of totally upset, I can't sing a note. You know, and that's sort of like. But I push myself, and yeah. um, and and so with that and the the, the just the jig for the um, crosswords. And I'm an artist as well. And so I've had an mm. exhibition and um, yeah. and I, I because of the fires, I got all of my stuff out and fixed it all up. So the thing is to do things that you feel sort of good about now. You will never be the same again. I will never be the same again. Thank goodness, because I will always see that type of person coming. Yes. Oh, Leslie. Always, always, always. Oh, my God. I know now. Yeah. And I've had so many life uh, lessons and uh, watching all of, uh, like, yourself in particular, I have such a, um, um, a connection with what you say and, and 
everything. I feel everything that you say. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and uh, I've actually lo- looked back really. Um, I didn't know this before. I didn't know this, but my mother, I think, was a covert narcissist and my father was an overt narcissist. And my daughter, and I'm going to actually get an appointment with you you, sort of really because how come my daughter has turned out like that? She's done awful things and um, uh, and I just loved them all, you know. What, what can I say? I used to say I had a brilliant childhood, but I couldn't tell my mother things because she'd use them against me, and I didn't understand that that wasn't quite right. Yeah, um, how could you? Uh, and uh, so I think that um, uh, I've looked now, and gosh, I'm si- 69 years old, and it's taken me all this time to sort of realise that I had some work to do on, um, um, you know, like from my childhood, Mm. And uh, the love that I thought has always been conditional in my life, always been conditional. So, um, but I give unconditional love. Mm. And um, anyway, there we are. So if a couple of the things that I've, I've said that sort of like have, have helped me see how far I'm getting with my healing helps mm. uh, even one person to me um, um that's great that that would be great you know so thank you you're fantastic honest to god you're just such an accomplished wonderful person thank you for doing this my my pleasure can i just ask you a last question leslie do you feel now going forward like given time that if you were to get into another relationship that you would that you know kind of you would see the signs that you would feel confident enough at some stage to to accept love or to trust yourself with someone? Yes, um, I would. Um, but at the moment, I'm actually doing things that make me happy. That's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because as girls as well, I know men go through this, and I heard that uh, lovely uh, the other, um, my heart bled for him, um, that it happens more sort of like, uh, and, and when I say this about sort of women uh, as girls and as little girls, um, we always have to put other people first and uh, look after everybody else before ourselves. And, um, and that goes hands in hand with, so... Uh, we're a narcissist delight, that sort of person, because all you're wanting to do is make sure everybody's catered for before yourself. And yeah. we have to we have to say, oh look, actually, and this, here's another one as well, because it happened at my work as well, all at the same time. There was a narcissist there that made my life absolutely miserable after years of uh, looking after this this first place. Anyway, I just walked, and that's the other thing too. It takes two people to fight. I haven't done that with anybody. Yeah. Um, I have just said, no, it wasn't that way. Um, this is how it was for me. Yeah. More likely. And, but uh, never going into an argument. It takes two people to argue. If you don't argue, there's no argument. That is a really, really good point. You know, so mm. um, 
Uh, but I've learned how to say sort of no. Uh, I'm just a girl who can't say n- n- no. And, uh, <laughs> and I would have been, if people rang me up for a job and I was feeling exhausted, but they would tell me that they were sort of like, oh, they were desperate, you know, whatever. And so mm. I would say, oh, well, okay. So I would be thinking of that other person and not about myself. And the other, the other week, you said something that was so poignant to um, and helped me so much. You said that someone said to you, like, love yourself. And you went, I do love myself. And I'm going, yes, I do love myself. And, uh, but the thing is that, and you actually put it sort of in a, in a way that I could relate. Um, so, uh, so I thought this out. Yes, yes, I do love myself. You know, I like what I do. I can spend all this time on my own. I'm one of these people that can spend a lot of time on their own. But um, anyway, uh, and, but you said, like, treat other, uh, yourself how you treat people that you love. And so I started to do that. So when they rang me up and said that they, they were desperate and I thought, wow, they waited all this time and I was just going to jump in and sort of say, oh, I'll come and help you. But I was exhausted and I said no and I actually said no and I had to have a glass of wine and I'm not really a big drinker, but I, I felt terrible saying no yeah. that I, and to look after myself. But yeah. for your help, I have learnt how to say no. It's very early stages but I'm, yeah. it's like baby steps, but I'm learning how to um, treat myself, how I treat, I, like if your man comes home and he's taken on uh, another job and you go, oh, my goodness, darling, that's, that's not good. It, you, you know, you're exhausted now. Have a think about that. Yeah. Um, that's how I treat people I, I love, to sort of be there as support and see if they're over, overdoing it or, you know, you can offer your support. And so that's what I said to myself. I sat that's, down and I said, um, "That's just amazing." Oh. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, good. That's been help. I've been, and yeah. I'm doing things that I love. I do drawing. I, I I'm doing a. Um, I'm starting sculpture again because um, uh, I'm so passionate, sort of, about it. So, hey, you know. Um, there is life after narcissists. <laughs> yeah, that's just wonderful. And what you're an inspiration. You're even an inspiration, like f- for my healing to hear what you're doing. It's like we can really support each other, you know. We and we need to hear that people have succeeded and have come out of it. It's still a journey. Like I know it, it'll take oh, a long yeah. time. It might be a lifetime journey, but it's one if we if we stick with it and commit to it, we can really yeah. progress as people. So. That's a mm. gift we give to ourselves after them, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's very easy to sort of say in the heat of the moment, that's it, I'm out of here, blah, blah, blah. But then it's the aftermath of that, the lonely days, nights, the lack of someone who you love to cuddle, all of this, um, uh, the interaction of conversation. This is why it's so beautiful. I switch on every, every time. It, you know, I've got... I, I listen all the time because it it sort of grounds me again, and, and I'm I I it's not such a, alone. You you're not so yeah you're uh, not alone. yeah yeah that's that's what I felt too. Oh, 
Okay. Thank you. No, thank you. This is really going to help people. This is really, really going to help people. So thank you. Given of yourself. Um, okay, so I'm going to press the end button, Leslie. I'm going to be in touch with you via email and have a good night for the rest of us. I know it's nighttime where you are. I'm, I'm going to go and do a couple more songs. I've got a, a couple of new songs that I'm just learning and uh, I'm, I'm a, a jazz, jazz blues singer. Oh, my God, I love jazz blues. Oh, well, if there's any, if you ever feel what? like sharing, I'll put one up on YouTube for our community if you ever feel like sending me one. Well, well I'm, on, I'm on Spotify. Oh, on under what? Tell 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 everyone. Uh, uh, oh well, I'm under Leslie Lambert. Leslie Lambert, uh, and okay. the, the the genre is uh, jazz, jazz blues. There okay. are three CDs, okay. and it's not my current work because uh, they're not big bands. They're um, with a trio uh, that I recorded uh, in, um, in Wollongong, in New York, so in Australia, and they've got my drawings on the front of them. So. Um, you'll see they've got botanicals on, on the front of them. Okay, wow. So, so we can feel we know you now, you know, after the interview. And plus, um, I'm on, you know, a couple of people's autobiographies. I used to tour with uh, um, jazz legends. You know, my so. God, look at you. That is amazing. Oh, my God. Well, I'm really going to look at, at downloading that music and listen to it and... Gosh. Okay, well, uh, oh, there are three of them. One yeah. is, is um, You Don't Know Me. Um, uh, one it wasn't is, written by a narcissist, was it? <laughs> no, but, like, what's really <laughs> strange with some of these new songs that I'm doing, I'm actually saying now, gee, I think a narcissist wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The lyrics to this. You never yeah. know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, because uh, um, there's, there's one. Um, but um, on this album, this is before I, I, I really just knew, because I, I, as everyone else, I thought narcissists meant that they just looked in the mirror all the time. So, um, <laughs> yeah. and I started looking up, um, you know, sort of um, uh, uh, money, because I knew we had a money problem, but money and then nas- na- uh, sort of like problems, and then the, na- the word narcissist came up and, then, then it said, oh, well, yes, yes. But then it said COVID narcissist. And I thought, oh, I'll have a look at that one. And I went, oh, my God. And it just jumped out of the page at me. And I went, yes, you yeah, know, this is great. Anyway, so we're going on, on to that. So, um, yeah, so on my CDs, uh, there's um, one, I think it's um, on, anyway, on one of the CDs, it's called That's All. And um, it's a Peggy Lee song. And uh, I'd like you to listen to that one first and um okay let me write that down what's the name of it it's called that's all peggy lee that's all oh well it's not i haven't given any acknowledgement to peggy lee but um that's so cross that out but it's it's my name leslie lambert leslie lambert okay leslie lambert jazz jazz blues and uh, that's just one to listen to but um okay like them anyway. okay all right well, we, we better end we've been we've been talking for ages um oh, no, it's okay. all really good stuff okay well listen have a good night and i'll send you an email with the video um probably tomorrow if that's okay yes okay well i don't uh, um this is so new to me and thank you for getting to go on zoom 
I'll be able to contact a few people now. Um, <laughs> so they'll be able to do it for me. So yeah. thank you for that. But I'm I'm almost computer literate. But I, I, I don't check my emails very often, but I, I will look tomorrow. Cool. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thanks, Gorgeous person. Thanks very much. Bye. Thank you, Bye. Bye. How do I stop this? Just See the end that. button on the screen there. There will be an end oh, button. Yeah, yeah. Leave me. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.